the maker of the universe. I am the one who spoke into nothing and all creation heard. I am he who has all power in my hands. And if you believe on my word, you can stand. I am the healer, mender of broken hearts. Alpha Omega, your destiny and Praise the Lord. This is your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. We want to say God bless you to all the people of God today. And so we thank God for you being uh, with us today. So we have a man, uh, a great lesson plan uh, before us. And so we want to thank the Lord for his goodness and mercy toward us. We want to thank God for uh, all of his manifold blessings that he bestowed upon the people of God. And so uh, we definitely, amen, are praying for our bereaved families, amen, our, the Brown family and just many others that uh, have bereaved uh, families at this time. Um, we give our deepest sympathy and condolence to uh, the Brown family and to all of those that are bereaved, and especially those that are going through a uh, situation and circumstance that have illnesses and uh, medical situations that they're going through. Uh, we want to let the people of God know that we're praying for you. And so we want to uh, definitely uh, keep uh, each family up uh, before the Lord in prayer that God would uh, hold them uh, uh, through this difficult time. And so let us pray one for another as we pray for the Pentecostal Power Church family, uh, as we pray for our leader, uh, our leaders, our presiding and assistant presiding bishop and the executive council board of bishops of the Pentecostal Power Church and to all of the pastors, uh, suffragan bishops and just et cetera. Well, let us pray one for another in the body of Christ. Uh, we want to move quickly and expeditiously uh, to get into the word of the Lord. And so we're going to go before the Lord in a brief word of prayer. Uh, definitely we're praying for those uh, that uh, need the Holy Ghost. Uh, we definitely are petitioning the Lord on the behalf of those uh, young people and those that are stretching out and seeking the Lord. And if you're on the line with us today and you're seeking the Lord for the Holy Ghost, um, God will uh, definitely 
uh, grant your petition. Uh, we definitely want to touch and agree with that uh, on that particular uh, point. And we know um, in John uh, uh, 13 and 14, we know he says, uh, whatsoever you ask in my name, I will do it. And so we want to ask in the name of the Lord uh, as we um, definitely give honor to our leadership, our, our presiding bishop, uh, uh, Bishop Scott, and uh, just to all of those that's in leadership to our presiding uh, bishop and to my uh, pastor, Bishop Murchison, uh, Lady Murchison, to my own wife, Missionary Newson, and to all of the saints that are listening. Uh, we're going to move quickly here as we go before the Lord in a brief word of prayer, and we'll get right into the word of the Lord. Uh, I want to say praise the Lord to all the people of God that are tuning in with us today. And so let us go before his throne, eternal God, our Savior, in the precious name of Jesus, Lord. We thank you. Hallelujah. We thank you, Lord, for, oh God, your wonderful works. We thank you for your tender mercies. We thank you for sparing our lives. We thank you, God, for being a God that's, oh God, in control. Yet, oh God, allowing us, oh God, oh God, to be directed by you. Oh, God, in the affairs and in the cares of this life, we pray in the name of Jesus. Lord, you will continue to honor our repentance. Forgive us of every sin, every debt, every transgression. Oh, God, omission and commission that we have committed. Oh, God, we ask your forgiveness now. And Lord, we forgive as we stand praying. Oh, God, for the body of Christ, Lord. Forgive us, Lord, as we forgive those that have trespassed against us because we de desire to be forgiven in the mighty name of Jesus. We pray for the listeners and those that have tuned in, oh God, to receive from you. We ask in the name of Jesus, Lord, that you would increase and Lord, help us to decrease. Oh God, that your anointing might edify the hearers, oh God, that we be doers of your word and not hearers only. And Father, we forever thank you. We give you glory, honor, and praise. Look on my wife, Missionary Newson. Look on, oh God, our family. Look on those that are going through now. Oh God, look on our sister. Look on our brothers. Look on those that are not saved in our families. Oh God, we ask you, you would touch in a special way. But most of all, on this broadcast, we pray, God, you would reach the heart and the soul of those that are crying out and that are seeking you for higher heights and deeper depths. Oh God, that you would fill them with the precious gift of the Holy Ghost. And Father, we thank you and we forever give you praise and we claim our great deliverance. We decree and declare it in the name of Jesus. We pray to the glory of God. Thank God. Amen. And amen. Let us move quickly here. Amen. In the word of the Lord. And we're going to talk about today. Amen. Uh, growing in the grace of God. Uh, we thought it would be a very, very um, good subject to discuss today. And so those of you that are with us today, we're going to talk about growing in the grace of God. And, you know, there's many aspects of growth. And so we're going to be talking about some of these today. Uh, of course, uh, as we start this lesson plan, um, this week would not even hold it. So we may end up having a two week series on this if uh, if the Lord's will, because I got quite a bit of scriptures and I know I'm not going to get them all today and uh, tomorrow. And so we may have to go into uh, uh, all next week to cover this series. Uh, and our question to the believer today, and you can always submit your response uh, via YouTube, um, Facebook, uh, Podbean. You can text us at our phone number, 414-628-0568 with your response. And the question is, have you grown in God? That's the question. 
have you grown in God? And, you know, a lot of people don't give this question uh, the amount of time that it deserves to examine uh, the aspect of growth. And sometimes we deal with it on a one dimensional type basis. But today we're going to open up some things according to the scripture as we talk about have you grown in God. And then we're going to talk about growing in the grace of God. And sometimes uh, as I lay uh, for discussion here, the foundation of this, you know, sometimes we say, well, I've grown in God throughout the years. I've grown in God through my experiences, through my encounters. Um, But, you know, uh, you know, I found out that, you know, um, you know, uh, growing in God, you know, uh, cause us to hear him. Praise God. You know, uh, sometimes we can say we've grown in God based on uh, situations and circumstances and and as a result of what has transpired in our lives. But when I talk about uh, have you grown in God, I'm dealing with a personal experience of you hearing his voice. Praise the Lord. Because uh, a lot of time we said we are we're grown in God and sometimes we're like little babies. When we don't get our way, we have temper tantrums. Praise the Lord. Uh, we throw fits, you know, and especially uh, in the church, you know, sometimes, you know, we said we've grown in God and, and we were, you know, we were the pastor when the Bible tell us to pray. Praise the Lord. And so, you know, if you've grown in God, that's good. But I want to explain to you today that if your prayer life hadn't gotten any better, praise the Lord, you hadn't studied your word and got deeper revelation from God through the word of God, you might want to revisit uh, the question, have you grown in God? Because, you know, uh, James talks about faith without works. And sometimes we say we have grown, but there's no evidence that we have grown. Because when we have grown, the pastor don't have to tell us to read our Bible. Praise the Lord. Uh, You know, the elders shouldn't have to tell us we need to be on the prayer line. Praise the Lord. You know, these these are all fruits of the evidence that we have connected and got a stronger relationship with the Lord so we can hear from him and we can respond in a way that will cause us to get closer to the Lord. And sometimes we say, well, I've grown in God because I, you know, people talk about me and I can take it now. Okay. That's one aspect. Okay. You can endure people talking about you, but now can you endure hardness as a good soldier? Praise the Lord. And so when things come, when situations come, when we're bombarded with problems, issues, and circumstances of life, can we trust God? Praise the Lord. Can we trust God and trust his word that he's going to bring us through? And so I want to say to the people, God, we can always say I've grown in God. And I want to go to the scripture right away. Uh, We're going to go to uh, Galatians. All right. I'm going to go to Galatians chapter um, uh, three and verse two. All right. Well, we know what Paul was saying. You know, he, he said, you know, to the Galatians, he says, Oh, foolish Galatian, who have bewitched you that you should not obey the truth, you know? And so he goes to another point. He goes to another level here to get their attention. And he says here, he says in Galatians 3 and 2, this would I only learn of you, uh, receive ye the spirit by the works of the law. 
or by the hearing of faith. This is what I'm talking about today. You know, we do we act on what we hear when the word is given to us? Because when we're having grown, we take the word and we shrug it off and we put it on somebody else. But when we're when we have grown, we we take ownership of what God is saying to us. Praise the Lord. And if God said we need to get deeper in on our deeper in our relationship on our face in prayer and in supplication to him into studying our word and to uh, exhorting, you know, the people of God, then these are the things we need to find ourselves doing and stop making excuses. Praise the Lord. Because, you know, uh, he says in Corinthians, you know, you know, I fed you, uh, you know, uh, uh, with meat and you're not able to bear it, you know? And so, uh, sometimes we can desire the sincere milk of the word, but some of us, we need to get off the milk and get on the meat. And we cannot get on the meat if we have not grown in God. And let me give you, let me give you some examples. I'm going I'm I'm to go right to the point. Let me give you some examples. You know, a lot of us, we've been in ministry many years. Some of us, we can't, uh, we can't take correction, uh, not only from the pastor, but we can't take correction from the Lord. Uh, we cannot, uh, you know, receive uh, encouragement constructively because we always think somebody's talking about us or throwing off on us. You have not grown. If you take the message that I'm sharing to you today in a negative light, that shows you you need to grow more because growing in the grace of God causes us to respond to the very essence of the word of God to move in the direction that God is trying to uh, uh, direct us. Praise the Lord. We said, trust in the Lord with all thine heart and lean not to thine own understanding in all thy ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct thy path. When he begins to dispend the word and shed the light of his word in the areas that we have not grown glory, we need to take heed my friend. So you need to go deeper than just, okay, I've grown, you know, because, you know, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm able to come and sit in Sunday school. Okay, good. You able to come sit in Sunday school, but are you able to take the words that are taught in Sunday school, go back home and go through those scriptures and then get what's been given out of those, uh, out of those scriptures? Or do you just come sit, hear the teachers and then go home and forget about what you heard? It makes all the difference. Have you grown in God? And in growing in the grace of God, you know, growing in the grace of God causes us to move toward God. And it's a lot of times, you know, we will say, you know, I've grown. But if you have grown in God, you will take this lesson plan tonight. We're going to go uh, today, rather. Let's go here. Um, Let's go here to another uh, familiar past scripture. Uh, I want to go to uh, uh, Colossians, all right? I want to go to Colossians 3 and 12. Let's go to Colossians 3 and 12 real quick. I want to I explain what I'm saying. Because sometimes, you know, I get talking and get going here, but I'm going to let the scripture do to explain it. Let's go to Colossians chapter 3, and we're going to go to verse number 12 through 17. Because sometimes, you know, we say, well, I've grown... You know, but uh, my thing is, if you've grown, then you're going to you're going to respond to 
you're going to respond to what you're hearing. Praise the Lord. And so let me, uh, give me just a quick second here. I got a couple uh, places marked here in the scripture. Colossians chapter three. All right, we go with verse number 12. Okay. He says here, put on therefore as the elect of God, holy and beloved bowels of mercy, kindness, humbleness of mind, meekness, long suffering, forbearing one another. When you have grown, you're able to put up, praise the Lord. You're able to put up with others that is not where you are spiritually. Praise the Lord. Some of us, we, 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 oh Lord have mercy. Let me move on. I'll get that in another class, but you know what? We need to be able to put up with people that are immature spiritually. All right. And so uh, we got to have patience. You know, um, we got to forbear one another and we got to forgive them. Praise the Lord. It's talking about growing in God. We can't hold stuff year after year, month after month. It's us against them, them against us. Praise the Lord. Out the window with that nonsense. It says, if any man have a quarrel against any, he says, as Christ forgave you, praise God. He says, so do also ye. We have a responsibility to respond to the word of God. And if you're here today and you got a quarrel with somebody and you just can't seem to get it together and you keep having problems, I want to help you grow today. Let me help you grow. Look at these scriptures here. He says, and above all these things, put on charity. Allow your love to grow for that person, for that individual. Yeah, there's things about them we don't like. Yeah, there's ways in all of us that someone may not like about us. But let's find the things that uh, uh, will cause us to love and the things that are more uh, cause us uh, that things that are more common than things that cause us to be different. You know, sometimes people, they run off and shoot off at the mouth. But we know they shoot off at the mouth. Let's help them with love. Praise the Lord. By loving them. Don't stay away from them. When they go to shooting off at the mouth, you interrupt them. Praise the Lord in love and say, you know what? Let us pray for that situation. You don't have to always speak negative because they speak in negative. Speak life into them and say, you know what? You know, we all been at, we, we all has been in some situation at some point, but you know what I had to do? I had to grow from being a backbiter. I used to be just like them. Praise the Lord. We can't be ashamed to tell people that we was once as Paul said, such were some of you. And this is how we grow in the grace of God. And the question still remains, have you grown? Because if we still, you know, uh, uh, kicking and hollering and got bitter envy and strife, we're jealous, you know, and we can't stand to see nobody else blessed, you haven't grown. Praise the Lord. The pastor can't tend to the new people that come into church because you want all the attention. Praise the Lord. These are all the things that we need to do to grow in God. All right? Let, look, at, look at this, though. If any man have a quarrel against any, as Christ forgave you, do also ye. And he says, and above all these things, look, look at this, above all this forgiving and all this other stuff, he says, put on charity, which is the bond of perfectness. Completeness. That's growth. 
You know, we, we have to grow in our love in God. We can't have the same love we had last year because the enemy going to try us. Praise the Lord. And he going to see, he going to see if you didn't increase anything. Because if you hadn't increased, he coming to challenge that increase that you claim you got that you don't have. And so don't say you have love when you don't have love. You know, just tell, tell the truth and say, God, help me in this area. Lord, strengthen me in the area that I'm weak. And build me up that I might be strong. And, and you know, have the love that I need for my brother and sister. Because I know, I recognize that it's not there. Praise the Lord. That's being honest with yourself. And he says, and let the peace of God rule in your hearts. He says, to the which also ye are called in one body and be thankful. You ought to be thankful at the time that you wasn't at a place. God had patience and long suffering with you and, and, you know, put up with you till you could get an understanding of what God was doing in your life to help you get out of that situation that you was in. And it says here to grow in God, we got to let the word of Christ dwell in us richly in all wisdom and teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and in hymns and spiritual songs, singing with the grace in the heart, in your hearts to the Lord. You know, sometimes we just have to give praise to God when things look bad. You know, I'm learning to just, when things look foul, you know, uh, you know, in the church and things don't look right. And, you know, I have to look to the Lord, praise the Lord. I have to lift mine eyes to the hills from whence coming my help. You know, when people are not doing what they should be doing, I'm learning to just sing songs and give God praise because I know if I give him the praise and give him the thanks on their behalf, I know God won't allow them to stay in that down, uh, that down, uh, turn situation. And he says, and whatsoever you do in word of deed, do it all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God, the father by him. We still ought to praise God, having long suffering, having patience, forbearing, and having perfect unity among believers. That's what growth is. Growth is not, we don't like, we don't like the same things. We don't agree on everything but we got to have that love. So when other people come in the church and they have a situation going on, we got enough love. We can stand shoulder to shoulder and pray because there ain't no foolishness between us. We can pray for that soul that that soul get delivered. But if me and you got problems and I'm looking cockeyed at you and you looking cockeyed at me and that soul come in and need deliverance, we going to hinder that person's deliverance. I hope you get me, my friend. Have you grown in God? Because this talk is cheap. I can tell you all day I've grown in God. But when we have, don't see eye to eye and we can't come together and work together for the same purpose and the same cause for the glory of God and for the work of the kingdom business, we need to go back to the altar and said, Lord, do it again. Because I want to be right on the inside. And they may not be right with me, but I want to be right with them. Praise the Lord. Uh, are you listening, my friend? 
Can you hear me, my friend? Let's go here uh, real quick. Let's go to Titus 2 and 11 and First uh, Peter 5. And uh, I got two more scriptures and we're going to get out of here. Uh, let's go to First Peter uh, 5 and 5. That's going to be our last scripture. And then we want to go to Titus. Uh, I want to go to Titus 2 and 11. Let's, let's go here. I got to get this real quick and get on out of here. But I, I got to read this. You know, I know you know this scripture. A lot of y'all know it. But I'm trying to help us see, have we grown in God? All right, Titus 2 and 11. Uh, well, we, we like to go here. Let's go to Titus 2 and 6. I want to read this. Young men likewise exhort to be sober-minded in all things, verse 7, Titus 2 and 7, in all things showing thyself a pattern of good works in doctrine, showing uncorruptness. You know you corrupt. Praise the Lord. And you don't need me to tell you. If you ain't getting that thing right between your brother and sister that's down on the inside of you that you've been struggling with for years, years, and years, saints shouldn't be going years with problems. We should be striving for perfection. And if the problem is, let it be on the other end. It shouldn't be on our end. Praise the Lord. Because I was always taught by them old bishops that somebody ain't saved if we can't get this thing worked out. It's somebody ain't saved. Praise the Lord. And I believe that to be true until this very day that there should not be two Holy Ghost filled believers that can't get it together and get things worked out. If you can't get it worked out, one of y'all ain't saved. Praise the Lord. And I know y'all probably say y'all ain't liking this kind of teaching. Oh, well, he being judgmental. No, God is being, God is the judge. Because if you save and sanctify and you fill up with the power, the tongue-talking power of the Holy Ghost, it will constrain you to love. Even when there's no love coming back. Don't make no excuse. They always doing this. They always doing that. They need to get saved. That's why they always doing it. But why are you doing it? Are you saved? Have you grown in God? Growing in the grace of God. Look at this now. Titus 2 and 7, in all things, showing thyself a pattern of good works, in doctrine, showing uncorruptness, gravity, sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned. Are you testifying on the rooftop, rooftop and you living in the basement? Don't answer it. You chew on that for a minute. Gravity. Sincerity, sound speech that cannot be condemned. That he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed. You keep doing right. If they keep doing wrong and going on, eventually God is going to have the last save. He said, vengeance is mine, said the Lord, I will repay. He says that, he that is of the contrary part may be ashamed, having no evil thing to say of you. They shouldn't have nothing evil to say about you as long as you doing it in love. But uh, what reward have you if you only do good to them that do good to you? The Bible says, love them that hate you. Do good to them that despitefully use you. 
And, you know, you, you got to know, even when they do it on purpose. Praise the Lord. Y'all finish reading uh, Titus 2 out. But I, I want to, I want to, I want to go, um, well, you know, it says teaching us to die, denying ungodliness and worldly lust. We know that one. But we still got to live godly in this present world. We got to live godly when we're talking about growth. There's no way you can say you have grown and not living godly. You got to live godly in this present world. Praise the Lord. Stop letting people, you know, water you down and have you uh, accept a watered-down lifestyle. He says, follow peace with all men and holiness with, without to which no man shall see the Lord. Is holiness or hell. Which one you want? Have you grown in God? Because when you've grown in God, you can accept the word of God and you can accept responsibility for where you are. Every time we say it's them and not us, we got to re-examine. Because it might be them. But God want to make sure it's not you. He want to make sure there's no corruptness in you. There's no bitterness. There's no wrath. There's nothing in you that's not like God. He want everything out so you can be in his image. That's when you've grown. And if you look at your life today and it don't resemble Christ, it's not in the image of God, it's not in that perfect image, you got work to do. Now, we all got work to do now. Don't, don't mistake me. I got work to do. But guess what? We should not be living in a house of unforgiveness. All these years, have you grown in God? Let me get this. Let me go to uh, Peter here. I, I got to get out of here. I need more time. Praise the Lord. That's one thing I need. I need more time to explain this. First Peter chapter five. All right. Go. Uh, so you can see that you've grown. All right. First Peter chapter five, verse number five. Let's let us get it real quick. I want you to go there with it. It says, likewise, and I'm getting out of here now. We got to get out of here. It says, likewise, you younger submit unto the elder. Hmm. And he said, yea, all of you be subject one to another. Anytime you claiming that you got the Holy Ghost and you just can't be subject. Praise the Lord. Now, we just had a women's service this week. And, you know, I know brotherhood and other things are coming up. But if we got people in our churches that won't be subject, this is a direct relationship into growth. If you cannot be subject, my my uh, late presiding Bishop James Lane, he always used to say, we're living in a crucial hour. And if you cannot be subject, you cannot be saved. I know it's, I know it's tight, but it's right. Praise the Lord. And we need to get back to teaching the principles of God. If you cannot be subject to the word of God, you cannot be saved. Praise the Lord. Everybody that Jesus came across, he asked them if they believed. And if they didn't believe and wouldn't be subject to the word of God, they couldn't get healing, they couldn't get delivered, and they couldn't be saved. Look at the rich young ruler. He asked the question, good master, what must I do? He said he had grown. He said from all, all these things I've done from my youth, I'm just fast forwarding here. 
He said, I've done all these things. I've kept the commandments. I've done all these things from my youth. And then Jesus hits him hard. He gives him, he hits him in the gut. And he says, sell all you have. When you've grown, you'll give up that thing that's holding you. You'll give up those feelings and emotions that's controlling you. And you'll turn them loose in exchange for the love of God. Because love is strong as death. Love your neighbors yourself. Let me get out of here. I got to go. I'm ministering to somebody today. You need help from God. And if you're here today and you on this line, share this link to somebody that need it. It's a tool of witness. Somebody need to hear this gospel. Praise the Lord. And so we're here on the air today. Our number is 414-628-0568. Let us finish 1 Peter 5 and 5. He says here, likewise, ye younger, submit yourselves unto the elder. Yea, all of you be subject one to another and be clothed in humility. For God resisted the proud, but give it grace to the humble. We're talking about walking in the grace of God in growth. He says, humble yourselves. Therefore, under the mighty hand of God, that he may exalt you in due time, casting all your cares upon him, for he cared for you. To grow means to give up control. To grow means to give it all up to the Lord. Cast your cares upon him so you can care less about what they doing to you, what they saying about you, about how, what their opinion is. Praise the Lord, because none of us live to ourselves. We live to the Lord, and when we die, we die to the Lord. So we don't live unto ourselves. So stop trying to live up to other people's expectations, because you're going to keep coming up short. Let me get out of here. I got to go. Uh, let, let me read this here. He said, be sober, be vigilant. You know, be alert. You know? Because the devil walking about as a wrong line seeking whom he may devour. I'm trying to get somewhere. I'm trying to get down to 10. All right. And verse 9 says, Whom resist steadfast in the faith. And he says here, knowing that the same affliction were accomplished in your brethren that are in the world. People in the world's going through the same thing that you're going through in the church. But guess what? With the grace of God in your life, you're able to go through where they're ready to jump off a bridge somewhere. So in the same situation, somebody else is worse off than you are, and you're blessed to be in the kingdom of God with what you're going through. Verse 10, this is our final scripture. But the grace, but the God of all grace, he's the God of all grace. And when I go into my war cry on Friday, I call on the God of all grace. We can ask God. We can petition God for what we have need of. And it says here in verse 10 of 1 Peter 5 and 10, it says, but the God of all grace who had called us unto his eternal glory by Jesus Christ, that after you have suffered a while, that he will make you perfect, establish, strengthen, and settle you. Praise be the name of God. You should be settled. 
we feel as though our pain will never end sometimes. But Peter shows these faithful Christians a wider perspective, praise God, in comparison with eternity. The sufferings of this life cannot be compared to the glory that shall be revealed in us in that day. And he lets them know suffering will only last for a while. And he was letting the readers know that they could be strengthened and delivered and that others could be released from suffering through death. So trouble don't last always. Keep growing in the keep growing in the grace of God. Stay in Christ where there will be uh, no consistent suffering because once you leave this life, Amen. You have another building. We need to understand that God wants us to grow in the grace of God. And if you need more growth, we can pray and touch and agree with you at this prayer hour. So as we get ready to get off the air today, we're going to pick it back up tomorrow with the question of have you grown? We're going to give some other scriptorial answers, which is found in Genesis um, 35 and 10. We're going to get some more scriptures for you. We got about 30 scriptures, but we ain't going to get all of them. We'll probably get about 10 or 15 of them. Okay. And so we're going to go back into this about grace, uh, growing in the grace of God and have you grown. Look at Romans two and one. All right. One, one, when we're going to pick it back up tomorrow, we're going to go to the Gospels, but we're going to go to Romans 2 and 1, and we're going to pick it back up, and then we're going to get over to Ephesians, okay? So we want you to take a look at these scriptures, all right? And so uh, keep us in your prayers. Keep praying for Brother Newsom. Um, We're praying that the grace of God would allow us to continue to be on the broadcast and be on the air. And so if you have not sown into the broadcast, please do so by going to uh, the Cash App and sow into the dollar sign Fidget. Okay, dollar sign fidget and uh, uh, so into the uh, broadcast. If you would do that, we appreciate it. But most of all, we want you to sow into your spiritual growth and development in your life. And the only way we can sow more into our spiritual growth and development in our life. We must be honest. Before God and we must pray and ask God in repentance. To. Help us grow because the Bible tells us, you know, that we should grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. And the only way we're going to grow in the grace of God, we have to recognize where we're standing. Because the Bible said, and a man think he's standing, take heed lest he fall. So you got to examine each day where are you standing spiritually. And if you're not standing in prayer, in fasting, in reading your word, in denying your flesh, in forgiveness, in being subject and in humility, you got work to do, and so do I. And so keep us before the Lord in prayer that we might do the will of God and that we might edify the body of believers throughout this broadcast. With no further ado, I'm your host, Elder Gregory Newsom with the Faith in God Internet TV. God bless you in Jesus' name.